Today on the Topic Show, Bud Light Dolphins tweet is harpooned. Apple Watch ban is being paused by a judge so sales can resume. Bud Light sales are at a 24-year low. DeSantis on Florida decreasing their debt. Vivek reaction to Michigan Supreme Court allowing Trump to run. Amazon Prime to start introducing ads to their viewing materials. And Whole Foods issues a fish recall. All of that and much more on the Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice today. Gotta say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's the joke. If you're an IT leader or business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, we're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of January, so if you click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business part of the podcast, you have the Apple Watch. Their ban is being paused so sales can temporarily resume. Now, this obviously have zero impact on my life since I prefer to just have one watch and make it last darn near forever. Truth be told, I didn't even buy this. A friend gave it to me years ago, and it still runs like a champ. But nevertheless... Some people do prefer the disposable Apple products, such well, the Apple Watch in particular. It's such an amalgamation of glue, you can't even service the darn thing. Nevertheless, some people do enjoy it, and it, truth be told, if you're a shareholder of Apple, you should love the product since it's highly profitable and a big part of the sales portfolio. Now, this comes to us thanks to The Verge, specifically a writer by the name of Jacob Krendesh. And they note that Apple resumes Apple Watch sales after the pause is banned. With the sales and import bans on old, Apple has resumed sales of the Series S and Ultra 2. And truth be told, that was, I know it's dyslexia, the Series 9 and Ultra 2. Apologies about that. Again, I'm not a doctor. However, if you do click the subscribe button, it may help with my speaking ineptitudes. There's a lot of room for improvement, but if you look at the first couple episodes, I'd say there's a bit of mockum of improvement. Perhaps it is because of the slowly exponentially increase subscriber count just saying can't hurt to click that button now going back to the article they note that the restarting of sales comes hours after the federal court appeals court sorry paused a paused a sales and import ban that covered both devices apple was banned from selling both products in the u.s after the u.s international trade commission found that the company had violated patents from medical device maker massimo the court <laughs> excuse me the appeals court said that apple would continue to sell their watches temporarily while the company waited to hear back on whether proposed changes to its watches would avoid the patent issues. They also know that U.S. Customs Borders and Custom is scheduled to rule on changes January 12th. Following that, the court is considering whether to put its ban on hold until it can rule on the patent dispute, which could potentially delay the ban a few months longer. When asked for comment, they said, quote, Apple's, team has, have, Apple's teams have worked tirelessly over many years to develop technology that empowers users and industry-led health devices, wellness, and safety features, and we are pleased that the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit has stayed the exclusion order while it considers our request to stay the order pending our full appeal, unquote. That, going to, that is according to Rothberg specifically. Now, they also know that the ban covers devices that include the blood oxygen saturation sensor, which is the main point of contention with the patent infringement. So it'll be interesting to see what's the effect at the end of the day, or considering Apple has more cash than any company on the planet, maybe they just buy out this whole medical company and never have to deal with the issue again. Now, granted, I'm sure the lawyers aren't going to like that. They'll probably want to litigate it, perhaps, and go to the courts and see what the final ruling is. Let me know if you think they'll actually win this case, or that they either pay a fine, or perhaps they might even... Yeah, they might work out a royalty deal. I don't think the shareholders of Apple would like a royalty deal because that literally means every time they sell an Apple Watch, part of the profits is going to go to this medical device company. I think it's much more likely they're either going to somehow win the court, develop a workaround or a new technology or a new methodology or technology to get the same results for the oxygen sensor. But as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting business use, you have Amazon Prime to start showing ads unless you click that upgrade button. Now this comes to us thanks to NBC News, and not to brag, but I believe I am part of the 1% of people who do not have Amazon Prime, partially because everything on there is luxury and you can just wait a couple of days. And I was going to say, I'd rather just read a book than watch something on TV or, or in this case on the Amazon Prime. But nevertheless, I know it is quite literally one of the most popular subscription services on the planet. So the odds are, if you're watching, you probably are. A customer of Amazon's in that regard as well. Now, 
<laughs> excuse me, this comes to us thanks to ABC, NBC News. They note that Amazon Prime Video viewers will have to pay an additional $2.99 monthly in January to avoid ads. Of course, there's also asterisks because you can never forget the government extortion. I mean, the taxes you have to put on that. So, and really speaking, in Texas, that's going to be an 8.25%. So, it's $2.99, which is clever for marketing because it sounds less than $3. But after the government fees, it's going to be more than $3. Which, again, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, in the aggregate, you could argue that it does add up. That's about a gallon of gas, depending on where you live in the United States. Well, unfortunately, with the federal gas taxes and all the taxes these days, premium is actually more than that. But nevertheless, for regular unleaded swill, that's probably around that price point. And, well, unless you're in California, in which case, yeah, it's still going to be 5 7 $20 a gallon, whatever it's charging at these days. Now, going back to the article, they note that the ad-free tier, which will officially roll out January 29th, will be on top of the 139 annual cost of Amazon Prime subscriber, or the $8.99 a month standalone Amazon Prime video subscription. Which, geez louise. You know, back in my day, I always say, you know, I'm a little soul. But nevertheless, back in my day, Amazon Prime was free when you were in college. And then I foolishly found out the fine print. Oh yeah, then after you graduate college, they start to charge you, at the time, you know, back in the day, it was only $99 per year. Now it's ballooned up to $139. And truth be told, if you want to have fun gambling without actually gambling, order something on Amazon, and you never know. If you don't pay for Prime, you very well could get it within a day or two. To me, that's half of the excitement. You don't know, the packages may arrive early, although they may arrive late. I was going to say, said Lady Luck, you have Amazon delivery driver Lady Luck? There's something to that. There's a joke in there, I'm sure, if you're to squint hard enough. Now, nevertheless, they note that the this means users who choose not to pay the extra fee will actually be, de be defaulted. We'll start seeing commercials on Amazon Prime on the same day. Let me see. So here's all the, geez Louise, and they break down all the other, st well, all the other options there. So right now, in terms of the competition, the landscape, in terms of the streaming services, you got Amazon Prime ad free, standalone at $10.99 per month. Amazon Prime free with ad with the Amazon Prime Banana Falcon package for all your free two minute delivery packages service. That's $16.99 per month. Again, don't forget sales taxes. Netflix standard is $15.49 per month. Disney Plus and with ad free is $13.99 per month. Hulu ad-free is $17.99 per month. NBC Universal Peacock is $11.99 per month, which, all right. Then Max, which is press the business blunder in terms of marketing. Again, you guys have an asterisk. Nothing is worse than Bud Light in terms of business ineptitudes. But in terms of marketing, for HBO to get rid of the name HBO and just go with Max is the dumbest thing I've seen in quite some time. Now, Max is charging... $15.99 per month. Again, that's before local taxes are applied. Now, they're noting that advertising is taking a growing share of Amazon's businesses, and it now accounts for more than 8% of the company's total net sales, according to the company's financial statements. Advertising income surpassed income for subscription services last year, the statements additionally show. Jeez Louise. Now, Amazon has indicated it continues to suffer net losses from licensing and distribution of video content. Those losses are... Well... They keep on going and say how that's, you know, one of the main reasons all these companies are losing money. It's a symptom of a bigger tra bigger industry issue. Which, yeah, even Disney, again, who they've had many businesses and aptitudes with many of the, the choices they made, they still haven't made money on Disney+, Plus, which is saying something perhaps to their ineptitudes because they have the largest vault of intellectual property you could possibly fathom, especially for, you know, adolescents and children. It's like you have all the classics from growing up, they have all that already in their vault. All they need to do is put it on the internet. And yes, I do know you have to build the platform. It takes, I know there's a lot of technology infrastructure and data centers are more likely they actually just host it in the cloud and AWS, most popular cloud providers, Amazon Web Services, that's not cheap. But for them to still not make a profit, and again, they're moving in the right direction, fiscally speaking, not morally, of course, but with Disney, they're losing billions on Disney Plus. The last fiscal quarter, it was getting down to the $400 million loss. So don't get me wrong, they're still losing money, but the rate at which they're losing money is starting to decrease finally. I'm sure the shareholders will be pleased to hear that since truth be told, they're certainly looking for some silver linings these days. Now, again, with Amazon Prime, I, I there's a reason I didn't put this in the business blunder this section of the show, because I honestly don't think anyone's gonna care. Because if you're already someone who is willing to pay for Amazon Prime, you're probably not going to care that your bill is going to go up a couple dollars per month to watch a couple of videos. 
and I almost debate how many people who get Amazon Prime also watch the video feature of it. And I suppose they have some good content on there, perhaps. I remember they got some great accolades from the automotive community when they did the reboot of Top Gear, but they called it something else, and I believe BBC dropped the show. So that was certainly, they certainly got some eyeballs on their platform. But I'm anecdotally speaking, you know, just talking to the guys around the water cooler, or more accurately, at the range since I work from home, but nevertheless, I never had someone say, hey, Topping, you need to get Amazon Prime because of this one show. Or, I really, what do you do this week? Oh, what do you do this weekend? Oh, I tuned into Amazon Prime to watch something. And let me know in the comments, like, is there a very compelling, overwhelmingly popular show or movie that Amazon created and has exclusive distribution rights that make you go towards it? I know they got a lot of attention for rebooting Lord of the Rings in the worst possible way. Now, in that regard, they got attention in the wrong way, since this is highly ridiculed and critiqued by anyone who actually is a fan of J.R. Tolkien. But let me know what's, I mean, I don't think, again, $2.99 per month. Eh, I don't know. Let me know. Do you think this is actually going to cause people to either accept that they're going to see ads? I guess, what rate do you think people adopt or reject the ads in this case? It's one of those things where I think advertising is getting so unpopular, people don't like it, but they do like free stuff. Now, this you're already paying for. So, again, I suspect they'll be willing to pay a little bit more because they're already paying for a service. As opposed to one of the reasons I think YouTube Prime or YouTube, what is it, Premium, whatever they call bloody thing, whatever they call that, it's not very popular because the user is so conditioned to get the content for free. I mean, since its inception, YouTube has always been a free platform. The way it's, well, I was going to say it usually loses money, but the way it's actually long-term sustained the platform for Google or Alphabet is with advertisements. That allows the user to get the programming or to get the shows and little cat videos. They're all free. So to go from free to paying for it, that's why I think the adoption rate for YouTube is near zero in terms of people paying for the Prime or the extra subscription. But for Amazon, you're already paying that yearly subscription for it. I suspect you, overwhelmingly you will have people pay a little bit more not to have ads. I don't think those will drive people away from the platform, but who knows? As I always say, time shall tell. Now, going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Bud Light sales plummet to a 24-year low, aggregating to them winning the award of Business Blunder of the Year, as well as being a cultural phenomenon in marketing of no, AKA what not to do, also known as don't try to sell alcohol to minors. One would think this would be a common sense type of situation, not to alienate your core brand, your core consumers, but no, Bud Light did just that with Alyssa Heiderschild, who perhaps should be the most well-known name for marketing of our lifetimes. Not in a good way. I mean, she destroyed the brand by 30% of their sales, which again is terrible. Now again, Anheuser-Busch and Beth, the parent company, the big conglomerate, they have 40 plus beer brands. They're not gonna go out of business. I mean, that 30% drop in sales, that's for the Bud Light brand specifically, that's the biggest one that's been hit. The other one has been Budweiser, that's closer to around 10 to 11% down in sales. Then Michelob Ultra, that's around three to 4% down per sales. All the other brands have been negligibly affected. Now, the other brands have been exponentially increasing all of their sales. And actually it's fascinating. Some people are saying, oh yeah, the industry is down. Actually, not only are the other brands gaining market share, but it's at a greater rate than the market share that Bud Light is losing, meaning the market is actually expanding a little bit. Now, this comes to us thanks to Lisa Fickenshiner over at New the New York Post. And they note that, you know, Bud Light sales look 24 year low. And they, of course, they contribute to main factor of this to Dill Mulvaney, which single variable analysis is usually a little bit precarious. It's a little bit tricky because most things in life, there's so many variables that affect darn near everything. It can be hard to pinpoint what, if there is at all, a single variable. But I mean, in this case, that was the one thing. And the, after they paid Dill Mulvaney $185,000 for a couple of pictures in a video, their stock went down, their sales went down. I mean, and the most hilarious and ironic thing was that campaign and the videos by Dylan Mulvaney were all posted April 1st. So perhaps this is just the biggest fiscal joke of the year as well. But in this case, it's fair to say that was the single biggest thing. Now you did have other things I think contributed to it negatively. You also had people finding out that Bud Light advertises quote unquote child-friendly drag shows, which spoiler alert, there's no there's no such thing since obviously it's all very sexual by its very nature just as you would never bring a child to a strip club 
there's a time and place is so there's such things that are known as not child appropriate those two things obviously well one would not think we'd have to clarify but we do have to clarify obviously not so I think those are the two biggest things that led to the Bud Light boycott. It wasn't just Dylan Mulvaney, that was the largest contributing factor, but that led people to start investigating the brand more and more and start to find out, oh dear God, what are they sponsoring? Why is that mostly naked person gyrating in front of a child? And why is that Bud Light logo right there? Well, anyone with a modicum of intelligence as well as a soul would say, oh yeah, that's not appropriate at all. So I think it was twofold. But Dylan Mulvaney was for sure the iceberg that hit the Budtanic, something to that effect. Now, diving into the article, because they thankfully do bring up some fun numbers, they note that the sales are lowest since 1999. Let's see here. They know that overall, Anheuser Bush in sales are down by 5%. Again, that's a whole product portfolio. Let me see here. Sales decline 5%. Bud Light sales specifically down between 25% and 30% since the April 1st fiasco with Dylan Mulvaney. And it's the first time also in two decades where Bud Light is no longer the number one brand in America. They had that, they had that crown, they used to be the king of beers. Now they're, well, they're, they're a different type of queen. But nevertheless, they were the top selling beer for two decades plus. And now Modelo is seated them, which in the United States, Modelo is owned by Constellation Brands. Globally, Modelo is yes, owned by Anheuser Busch and Bev, but specifically in the United States, one of the, well, actually one of the conditions of the Securities Exchange Commission, also known as the SEC, signing off on the acquisition of Anheuser-Busch or InBev buying Anheuser-Busch was that InBev would have to divest Modelo for the U.S. market. So that was actually a condition to allow the procurement and the merger to actually go through. Now, getting back to the article, they note that other beer brands, other beer brands, again, I'm hilarious enough, I am not inebriated in any way. I just have Mira I was speaking up to. However, if you click the subscribe button, it may help with my enunciation, my decreasing rate of speech, and overall, just improve my speaking skills. I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying, can't hurt. And worth a shot to click the subscribe button and like the video as well because it helps with the YouTube and the Rumble algorithm. Now, going back to the article, they note that other beer, grams, beer brands are grabbing up some Modelo's market share, including Constellation Brands on Modelo, Molson Coors, Coors Light, Miller Light, seeking upticks, their growth. Let's see here. Dave Stillman, Vice President and Executive Editor of Publications, said this year's particular ABEV is driving the decline of the industry. Let's see here. And there's Bush-owned products, including Budweiser, Mixed Love Ultra, and Bush have also been hurt by boycotts, represent 35%. Wow. 35% of all beer shipments and wholesalers to the U.S. were those three, which is a big market share. Meanwhile, Molson Coors, Constellation Brands, account for 30% of Bud Light's house, according to Steinman. Let's see here. You know that Bud Light's woes show a little sign of abating despite even more marketing and hiring some old sports balls players to throw beers around the bars, which I was going to say, that's not even safe to do. You're throwing beer halfway across the bar. Heaven forbid it hits someone in the head. Or even worse, what if it actually cracks open in the air and actually gets a Bud Light into their mouth? That, heaven forbid. Now, let's see here. Let's see. Looks like... For the four weeks ending December 9th, Bud Light retail store sales were down 28% compared to the same time period a year ago, according to the Wall Street Journal, per citing data from Nielsen IQ and Bump Williams Consulting. And let's see here. Going to the actual comment section, that's where the real fun can be. Let's see here. One of the most popular ones comes from Randy Van Peters, and he says, quote, President Calvin Coolidge said it best 100 years ago when he said, quote, the business of American business is business, unquote. He is often paraphrased, but what he meant is that a business should produce the best product possible at the best price possible. That's all. No politics or or stands on the ever shifting issues of the day, unquote. I got 82 likes. One of the most popular responses. Well, how times have certainly changed as government has grown so much they affect darn near everything, everything a business can possibly do. Let's see here. AU Miner says, quote, I guess this story shows how far companies will go to virtue signal. Gillette was the first and they paid a hefty price for it. Yet, like a herd of Buffalo, Budweiser, Disney, Target, NFL, NHL, Ford, GM, Chrysler, all followed them over the cliff. Moral, being rich doesn't mean you are smart, unquote. I got 282 comments. See here. Bubba Blue says, quote, 
The quote Friday and other market segments left Bud Light. AB wants to shift out of those market segments and they were fantastically successful. People in those markets are no longer buying those products. Congratulations, AB, on the win. Too bad AB targeted a much, much smaller market segment of trans women because its market share reflects it. As they say, be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. And boy, did AB get it. Bud Light as a brand is dead. Just pulling it off the shelves and give it a eulogy, unquote. Got 405 likes. Which... They are also statistically losing shelf space at many of these major retailers, which is going to be, that's why I think they'll never hit the, they'll never get the sales they lost. Again, they're down 30%. It'll normalize next year or next fiscal year for them. Cause then they could say, oh, well, year over year, our sales are the same or they're up by 1%. When, you know, historically it's still terrible relative to the long-term sales of the company. But when you lose shelf space, especially if it's a refrigerated part of, the, of a retailer, that's one of the most difficult things to get. It sometimes takes entrepreneurs decades to get inside some of these large retailers. And those retailers account for huge, massive volumes of sales. It's vital for a lot of these companies. Once you lose that shelf space, it is an uphill battle to get it back. I'll do one or two more comments here. Post censors everything right. It says, quote, support your local brewers. There's more than 10,000 beer labels in the country. And 99% of them are smarter than Bud Light's various versions of Fitzy Rice Beer, unquote. They got 99 likes and a good point. I always tell people it's always best to support local. Your dollar will always go further. It's usually better quality. And the local business will appreciate your patron is much more than a multi one of those larger corporations. Let's see here. Do one more here. Just the dude says, quote, tremendous marketing move by that woke lady who is now on unemployment. Those gender studies degrees produce, produce really amazing talent, unquote. Got 48 likes. And interesting enough, I think technically she's still on the unpaid leave of absence, which shows how pathetic the United States legal system is where this gal destroyed the brand. Again, 30% of sales gone. And yet they're scared she might sue them because they fire her. That That's ridiculous. Ridiculous to say the least and culturally speaking. I don't see this boycott letting up anytime soon and Again, even with customers shifting to different categories. I know the what was it? What was the what was gals always drinking the the uh, parties these days the white claws? I know the seltzer category exploded last year <coughs> and consumers are you know starting to look at that more and more but all these other companies I mean you look at some of the week over week sales there are some weeks where they're even greater than before. So they're actually expanding the category some, some weeks of the year. So let me know in the comments, do you think this trend will turn around anytime soon? Or do you think next year will be better for Anderson Bush and Bev? I mean, they're spending a lot of money on marketing. I'm not sure how much is how really well it's working, but as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting cultural news, you have Bud Light Dolphins tweet is harpooned with mostly mockery and ridicule. Now, this comes to us thanks to X, also known as Twitter. This is from Bud Light's specific profile, where I actually have to use my company profile since they blocked me for having the audacity. I'm replying to a simple tweet saying, thanks for reminding me to buy some Yaling. And they had a picture of a case of Yaling Light and Yaling Regular on my podcast table. They deemed that so inappropriate they had to block me. Pathetic, to say the least. Now, they say on this tweet, quote, hashtag fins up. If you're entering for a chance to score a seat at the Super Bowl by posting hashtag score a seat and hashtag sweepstakes, learn more here. And there's a picture of, I was going to say, someone holding a, what? That can't be real. I guess it is. So someone's holding a dented can of Bud Light with the little dolphin on it. And it got 218 likes. So it's actually more than usual. Got 16.6 thousand views. Again, they're promising free sports balls tickets and I suppose beer as well, which I don't know how many people actually want to win that. That have taste buds. But yeah, what? Again, who's in charge of their marketing? Why would you allow a picture? And again, it's not like the can is dented in half, but there are a couple dents on the middle of the can, as well as the bottom. Are they, perhaps they're pretending like this can is actually being, I was about to say enjoyed. It's not being enjoyed. Perhaps they're trying
trying to imply more that the can is being consumed and they're I guess that would be the natural dense if you're just holding it. I think it's also a very, I think it's a man's hand, but I can't tell. Kind of an androgynous looking hand. Definitely not going for that frat boy look. I don't see any, you know, those typical writing. Oh, never mind. But let's go in the comment section and see what it looks like. So let's see. First one is Simon Ray's Rain. And they do the hashtag score a seat, hashtag sweepstakes. Which are, I was going to say, when is the Super Bowl again? Are they in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't think. Who is predicted for the Super Bowl? The 49ers and the Ravens have the best odds, I think. I mean, have the Dolphins ever made a Super Bowl? I don't, I don't think so. Nevertheless, his first tweet is someone attempting to get a, you know, the free ticket. And Bud Light actually did respond to this person, which is surprising because earlier last week we were talking about how Bud Light actually didn't respond to a few comments that were on their social media platform. And they say, make sure you complete this registration. So that's Bud Light responding to this Simon Ray's reign. Go to this profile. This person joined 2010 Twitter. They claim to be a coffee lover. All right. Sports enthusiast, okay. And this person is mentally vacuous to say the least. Their whole profile is just reposting crap where specifically the stupid hashtag millions. We're sending $100 to one person who retweets and follows millions. Do you prefer coffee or tea? I prefer a chance to win some crappy thing you don't really need in life. And their whole profile is just reposting for other Anheuser-Busch InBev brands as well, including Bud Light cans. Again, I, I, it has to be a program or a software that enables people to just have these profiles or just retweets everything for them for free or automatically. Because I can't imagine having so much time in your life where you're entering all of these sweepstakes just on a chance that you might win some knickknack or doodad you don't really need. So I was going to say, the per first tweet, I don't know if they're just mentally vacuous or just a robot, but needless to say i don't think it's going to increase the brand loyalty because again they just want free crap they're not actually building a relationship with the customer i mean useless basically now second comment and this is actually one of the most popular ones is brad morgan he said quote scored a goal yay sports balls go team and it's a picture of dill mulvaney with a smile more awkward than ron DeSantis or mine which is saying something and it's Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney again, Ballage Command dressed up as a woman, specifically mocking Audrey Hepburn with the hairstyle, the necklaces, the gloves. Again, that's a really awkward looking smile. It got 18 likes. It's also, that's one of the most popular ones thus far. They have someone by the name of Candy Coker, no likes, but this person actually posted a picture of a can of Bud Light by a plastic Christmas tree on a table. And she said, you know, hashtag so I can win free crap. I can't help but wonder, is this person real? She don't, let's see here. She joined in 2009, has 200, no, 382 followers. And again, it's just another person who just retweets everything for free crap. Like every single stupid brand. So I'll say mentally vacuous as well. And again, in terms of volume, there are a lot of, dare I say people? Or robots retweeting. These are also not verified accounts. And no one's liking these either. It's just people who want free crap. Which again, if you're Bud Light, why would you not interact with these people? Why wouldn't you at least like their response or respond to it saying, appreciate, best of luck, hope you win, or some something silly like that? But again, let's see how many responses there are. Let's see. Oh, come on. Oh, let's see. I mean, so they got 224 responses, and the only one that was real thus far, and the only one that got more than one like, was the one with the mocking of Dylan Mulvaney. And if we click the fun button that says, you know, what are you trying to hide, Bud Light? If you go to the hidden responses, you do get a couple more. A couple, I've got the senator or congressman who was disgracing the building by having relations in the building. 
But there's a picture of that with someone holding the bo aluminum Bud Light bottle while the person is being serviced. Uh, that got five likes. I'm trying to see if there's any other comments that actually got like any likes at all. But again, it's just people who want free stuff. Again, score seats, score a seat, sweepstakes. And as I scroll more and more and more, it's just let's see. Yeah, nothing. One or two people are actually let's see here. Okay, here, here's another one. I found I found another comment that got more than zero or one likes. Someone by the name of Steven Milsom, this person said, quote, ha 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 ha, they put another gay icon on a can, unquote. And it is a I forget the actor from the Hangover films, but it's a at least an actor who's a doctor in real life, but he's in the classroom and he just, you know, puts his hands to yell and the text jumps on the screen and says gay. They got three likes. And as I scroll through more and more, Frylock says, quote, Nope, won't want to be caught dead associating with your brand, unquote. They got four likes. More are brewing to the surface, and not in a good way. Sturdy Throp says, quote, I don't own a Tucket and don't have a safe space and will never drink another damn Bud Light, unquote. They got five likes. Someone by the name of Zuma had a... It's an old 20th Century Fox logo, but it's photoshopped, so it says, go F yourself. They got four likes. Claude Frog simply has a, a Photoshop can of Bud Light where it says, tranny fluid Bud Light. And they got five likes. Let's see here. Thomas Frost had a, ooh, this is a funny meme. Well, it's not really, yeah, it's, it's a collage. So the first picture is a before and after. Before Milvaney, it has a very large semi-truck of Bud Light with lots of materials. Then after, it's a truck about a fourth of the size. It says, you know, after. Which, not technically to scale, so to say, since, again, they didn't lose 70% of their sales. They lost 30% of their sales. But nevertheless, we do get the point, and they got two likes. Let's see here. Scroll through more and more. Carl Remenick says, quote, Biden's face on a can, unquote. They got one like. Which, at this point, you can't, I mean, I don't know how much, I don't know if it could hurt. Let's see. And that's it. So mostly people not, so it's mostly just people who want free junk, not necessarily have an affiliation to the brand or trying to build a relationship with the brand. And again, just people ridiculing them and appropriately harpooning them. Pun, of course, intended. Now over to the political part of the podcast. You have Ron DeSantis on Florida decreasing their debt under his leadership going moderately viral. Now this is over on his personal X account or the Twitter account. He is actually responding to a tweet. And the tweet originally came from Florida's Voice. And the Florida's Voice profile said, quote, Debt report. Florida's economic strength, revenue growth, and ample reserves leads to a AAA credit rating. Flyvoicenews.com. And Ron Sanchez replied to that, and he tweeted, quote, We have retired nearly 25% of Florida's total debt since 2019, and Florida now has the lowest debt per capita in America. Florida debt per person is $661. U.S. debt per person is $100,000. And for DeSantis, that did pretty good on the social media in terms of the views. So that got a little over half a million views. Specifically, got 543,300 views in 24 hours. So pretty good. We're not taking anything right down these statistics. You know, two minutes after he posted, we gave it a little time to brew. Well, gave it some time to uh, get taller, put some higher heels on, perhaps, is a more apt metaphor. But nevertheless. And that did get 7.4 thousand likes. Now, again... This is actually, I think it's a good tweet or post, whatever you want to call it, from DeSantis. Again, his marketing team, I don't know if they're inebriated on Bud Light or if they don't exist. But again, DeSantis wanted to, I don't know if he really wants to win, but if he really wants to get the Republican primary, if he really wants to be the nominee, just put out a bunch of swag, I'm talking mugs, t-shirts, and marketing materials around the whole theme of DeSantis does. And write down his top five accomplishments. Again, very uniquely... He's one of the few people who's running who he has a proven track record of doing some good things. 
I don't think he focuses on that on those things enough, I and mean, perhaps that's why he's dropping so far in the polls. He started off, remember, January 2023, in the primary polls, he was around 33%, give or take. He's down to around 11.2% in a year. That's nearly impossible. And equally important, he's recently lost a lot of his top donors who have openly said they're now supporting Nikki Haley, who is increasing in the polls and in some individual polls beating him. In terms of the poll aggregators, I believe he is still ahead by 0.8%. And again, we'll pull the poll aggregator in a minute after we look at comments. But again, I think this this does show that Florida had a good track record. Because again, I know Americans have so much debt, they might not realize it is an important thing and can be detrimental to our country, national security, many, you know, many, it's not good. And this is a good point to drive home because again, Democrats, Republicans, not enough of them are saying, hey, Folks, we're in massive debt. We need to do something. We might have to might have to sell off Hawaii or something. I'm joking, obviously. But we have to do something different because we're just getting more and more in debt, which is not good for us long term. Now, going to the comments, and I was going to say, I think it's a pretty good post. But I wonder if people are going to... That actually might be a more entertaining question. If you think it's going to be mocked, how will it be mocked? Because usually, I would say maybe 50, 50, 60, 40% of the comments are usually supportive of him maybe a little bit more than half, it's about 60% support. So maybe this would be higher, but let's dive and find out. Let's see here. Jamie Curran says, quote, keep in mind DeSantis accomplished this reduction in the debt despite COVID, multiple hurricanes, weathering national inflation, and without raising taxes, he lowered them. Can we get a little special, a little bit of the special sauce in DC, please, unquote. That got 315 likes and yeah, if he did all that with lowering taxes, which I shouldn't say obviously because not a lot of people read economic books, but if you really want to reduce the debt, I mean, get rid of regulation, decrease taxes, give businesses incentive to not just start new businesses, but expand, reinvest their businesses. But yeah, some may, some people might think it's counterintuitive, but yeah, if you keep taxing people to death, they don't want to reinvest. They don't start businesses at the higher, at the same rates. They actually decrease that rate. Yeah, so I think that's a good point. So continue down. Ooh. I was going to say, that's not great. We only got into the second comment and the uh, negative ones are already brewing to the surface. Now, Sherry Deliver? Perhaps she's a delivery driver? I'm not sure. Nevertheless, Sherry Deliver says, quote, that's great, but no... You know what, folks? Grammar be damned. Again, I'm reading this exactly as she typed or attempted to type. And she says, quote, that's great, but no can afford to live in Florida, BC of home insurance issues, unquote. I got 78 likes. And that is an issue with the home insurance rates. Also, people keep building property where there's flooding and hurricanes. Not a prudent place to build it. Mm, I feel bad when people have those issues come up in their life, but there, there are more than, again, I always caution people with a single variable analysis. There are a lot of reasons why some of those companies are moving out of Florida in terms of insurance companies and the coverages. In some cases, they've been losing money. In other cases, you could argue they're virtue signaling. Some of them have done it for political reasons. But yeah, he... I think DeSantis needs to focus more on that topic. Mike Kalenda says, quote, and yet insurance is one of the worst of the nation's drop out Rob, unquote. Rob? I, I don't know if that's a slight or supposed to be a pejorative joke, but his name's Ron, nevertheless. And he get 73 likes. Let's see. Someone by the name of Dylan Skidmore says, quote, Florida may be the 47th in state debt per capita, but when you look at local government debt, Suddenly, the numbers change to 19th. Florida allows the local government to tax the hell out of its citizens and then boast about a state surplus. Since state general reserves, or sorry, since the state general reserves have doubled since last year, are you planning on returning any of that taxpayer money to the taxpayers? Unquote. That got 31 likes on the X, or also known as Twitter. Let's see here. Kataraza says, quote, you got 10.2 billion bonanza from the CARES Act. Free money always takes care of debt. Smoke and mirrors, unquote, getting 65 likes. Again, geez Louise, I, I thought it was going to be at least 50-50 in support of him, but uh, eh, it's not looking good. Let's see here. Oh, here's a positive one. Though in full transparency, this person does have an alligator in their profile name. I didn't even know you could put those emojis in there until recently. This person's name is Dustin Grage, and he says, quote, or should I just clarify, Dustin Grage, the alligator, or crocodile, I can't quite tell. But nevertheless, crocodile emoji. Dustin Gage, crocodile emoji, says, quote, 
tagging at AFPHQ and hashtag Chris Sunanu to remind them what fiscal conservatism looks like. Be sure to like and retweet so they see this, unquote. That got 68 likes and only about 11 retweets, but still pretty good. Profile by the name of Red Wave Press, who gets A-plus for marketing. Their profile picture is literally of a red wave, though I don't think Walker can type. So we'll, we'll just say this alleged red wave types. Ron DeSantis will pay off federal debt just like he has done in Florida. He won't continue to let Congress blow out the federal spending. Follow if you like and agree, unquote. I got 41 likes. Swamp Fox says, quote, conservative governance is the way, unquote, getting 15 likes. Nate says, quote, this is just insane to me. I can't believe this has been done, unquote. Hashtag Ron DeSantis is the goat, unquote, getting 86 likes. Casper says, quote, Ronnie going to have to drop out after Iowa, LOL, getting 16 likes. See, Mike says, quote, you would have made a great president. It's a shame you couldn't wait four years. By the way, you're supporting supporters acting like far leftists is what ruined your political career, unquote. Getting 29 likes. And to be honest, bringing about one of the good points of the critique of the DeSantis campaign is that they don't make friends online. Quite the antithesis, they make a lot of enemies online. Even people who are very much politically in the middle, famously Tim Pool is one of the most influential podcasters out there. I mean, he's pretty in the mission pretty middle of the road on a lot of issues and topics and when he gave some moderate critique again he wasn't being pejorative or insulting the campaign the DeSantis campaign he just gave some critique about the campaign and they roasted him immediately and they go after everyone venomously which again a wise man once said you catch more flies with sugar than salt or flies with sugar nevertheless you probably get the metaphor probably maybe perhaps nevertheless I'll do one or two more of these comments Chris Nelson says, quote, thank you, Governor, unquote, getting 37 likes. Let's see. Impartial Observer says, quote, cool, people need to get afford insurance in Florida. Grammar be damned. He continues to say, quote, Florida insurance premiums have soared 206% since DeSantis became governor, unquote, getting 32 likes. <laughs> this is funny. Well, this person does get an A+. Plus. Their name is Iowa, or sorry, Idaho Boat Guy. And there's a picture of a guy in a boat. So, good marketing. And this alleged boat guy, uh, let's see. He says, quote, If I was a Trump advisor, I'd tell him, one, step out of the primary. Two, publicly endorse DeSantis. Three, quit typing in all caps. Four, apologize for not being loyal to DeSantis. Five, commit to paying off your own legal bills, unquote. Now, I find that comical for many reasons. Partially because Trump is ahead of everyone by, what, 30 to 40 points in most of these polls? I mean, the only question is, will he be legally barred from running? I mean, that's, and again, spoiler, later in the show, we'll talk about uh, Vivek and talk about the Michigan allowing him to run. But, I mean, there are a lot of mechanisms working against Trump's legally speaking, and the government not wanting him to run. The question is, I mean, if they do allow him to run... I mean, all the data we have, all the poll aggregators, them, shoot, we'll pull it up right now in terms of the latest 535 project. Again, if you want to check out this website, it's the poll aggregator. It is called projects.538.com. I keep fumbling the last part of it. But again, it's the poll aggregator where they take a bunch of the recent polls. And again, none of this data is perfect. And we know polls have been wrong in the past. I'm just working with the data we have right now. So the latest data coming in, Again, so this is a poll aggregate. The latest couple polls came from December 19th to December 21st as Rasputin. That was 792 um, sample size. December 13th to 19th at 454 sample size. Again, December 13th to 19th, December 13th to 19th. There are a couple of them, all 454. Uh, December 16th to 18th, 554. So those are the newest data points or polls that they added to this poll aggregator. So again, it's not you know in, in real time. Is, it's not, is, excuse me. It's an imperfect system. And again, I'm going to pull aggregator. Again, it's kind of like the stock market could change in two minutes to get the new poll to add to it. But right now, Trump is at 61.2%, which is astonishingly high. He started under 50%. Trump started at 45.9%. And DeSantis started at, what was this? So DeSantis started at 34.6% last January. So 34.6%. And I mean, 
as of right now, he's at DeSantis is at 11.7%, which is almost impossibly bad marketing. Because again, as I said earlier in the segment, he does have some good accomplishments as governor of Florida. People moved to Florida in part because of his leadership and in part because of the bills that he passed. So again, he's down to 11.7%. Nikki Haley, she's increasing exponentially throughout the whole campaign. She's now up to 11%. And in so, so she's getting pretty close. And again, she's getting a lot of funding. That's the big elephant in the room. That is going to be a hard thing to overcome because, again, funding does matter in these instances. And we have Vivek. He's down, actually, down to 3.5%. Chris Christie is actually increased. He's actually up at 3.4%. And H. Hudson, about break even, still at 0.6%. So, again, I just think it's funny this. Advisors telling Trump to drop out. I mean, it, there's no stick. There's not this. Uh, these ways. Again, I'm not a doctor. However, if you click the subscribe button, it may help with my speaking ineptitudes, my lack of pronunciation, speaking too fast. I am actively working on it thanks to the comments that let me know it's an issue. But just saying, if you watch the first couple episodes, you'll see. Oh dear God, there actually was a modicum of improvement. Nah, maybe not a lot, but a little bit. And if you click the subscribe button, it may very well assist. And again, going back to this comment by Idaho boat guy. I mean, statistically speaking, Trump is so far ahead, there's not really much of an incentive for him to drop out. Apologize for not being loyal to DeSantis. That's where I laughed a little bit because one of the biggest points of contention between the friction between Trump and DeSantis is that many people attribute some of DeSantis' success getting elected to Trump endorsing him. Now, that being said, not all of Trump's endorsements have gotten elected. Some of them have backfired. I think the most famous one that backfired was Dr. Oz, who is mostly known for having an interesting first name, Mehmet, which is hilarious. I mean, some of his ridiculous having a name like Topping. Oh, wait. But nevertheless, again, apologize for being not loyal to DeSantis. DeSantis was the one that many people were accusing him of not being loyal to Trump because Trump gave him an endorsement. Now DeSantis is going, and some people feel like he's taking an opportunity away from Trump or taking votes away from him. Giving, given DeSantis's recent stances and starting to be more offensive against Trump and critiquing Trump, I don't think he's taking as much votes away as Trump thinks because, again, the people who don't like Trump are now shifting their votes. And again, these are primary votes. They're moving more towards Chris Christie. Chris Christie is very much consistent on point. He hates Trump. He will never, you know, he, his whole thing is attacking Trump. And again, there are many people in the Republican Party who will vote for them. I don't think that's enough to actually get them the nominee. I don't think the volume is there, but that is a track, as a track to take. Now, we'll do one or two more comments here. Maria Lopez says, quote, very impressive. We need this on the federal level. Make America Florida, unquote. Hashtag DeSantis for president 2024. They got 24, or no, 32 rather, likes. What would be more hilarious if we got 24? It'd be too perfect. Let's see here. A couple more negative ones. Gracie Smith says, quote, more lies from Ron DeSantis like Joe Biden. The outrageous meatball. There's no reason for Florida to have both the highest homeowner and auto insurance in the entire country while you... Also managed to create the highest inflation rate, too. And there's a character of Ron DeSantis laughing. And the text around him, there's five different text boxes. The first box says, Florida now has the highest inflation rate. While Ron DeSantis is fighting the culture where millions of Floridians are losing their health care. Florida is the least affordable place to live in the U.S. Florida is taking sick kids off Medicaid months before planned. Florida insurance premiums have soared 206%. Six DeSantis King governor. That caricature and the text that she posted, that got 38 likes on X. And, again, Homer, I'm actually surprised insurance has been so cheap for so long. For some of these, for some of these places where, statistically speaking, they're hit by hurricanes again and again and again. The odds are not good. So it'll be interesting. I'm not sure exactly how he's going to address that issue since in terms of supply and demand, more insurance companies are leaving the state, both for political reasons and I also think for self-serving profitable or issues or lack thereof making a profit issues as well. It'll be interesting to see how does he entice new companies to start doing business in Florida. Maybe there'll be a new startup tomorrow or a couple of businesses that try to move into the area and compete. Well, I'm not sure that how that will be, issue will be addressed at the end of the day. In terms of the most expensive place to live, I mean, I would suspect that'd be California because it's highly congested and I mean highly taxed. So I'm not sure about that. We'll do one more. Uh, Tracy Ann says, "Quote: Used money from the CARES Act from Trump. Trump 2024. They got 37 likes. Let's see here. Leah Memes has a meme of DeSantis sitting in a child booster seat, 
and the text is finally getting the boost he's looking for. I got 29 likes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. And I'd say several dozen posts with people saying effects of, you know, good for Florida, we want DeSantis. So I'm saying, no, thank you, Trump 2024. I'd say about 50-50 split between those comments. Those are getting between zero and 10 likes a piece. So I'd say, although there's a couple negative, I'd say overall, uh, I don't know, I'd still, I'd still venture to say the sample size is still about 50-50. And again, he has some. Again, he has that. He has some good points on his track record, on his resume. He should be doing. I think he should be doing more of this. And again, you could debate how worthwhile it is your time to argue with people online and try to convince people to win hearts and minds online. I mean, depending on what you do for a living, it may or may not be worth it. For I was going to say, for political staff, they're paying people to make them look at it online. I would think it'd be worth their time to actually address some of these points that people are bringing up in the comments. And say, you know, clarify some points, let them know, or maybe admit, say, hey, we could be doing better in some ways. Or maybe you have a good point there, Johnny, or I subsequently was insulting uh, DeSantis. Um, I don't know, I've had some good conversations on social media platforms, had some, I think the most uh, contiguous topic I covered, or one of the most controversial topics I covered was the UAW contract between Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. That was a very contiguous but we had some good comments going back and forth, and I think we changed a couple of people's minds. We got to know each other and had some pretty unique insights. And that's just thanks to going back and forth on social media. Now, interestingly enough, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen DeSantis or his staff respond to many of these top comments on social media. And again, I th it's hard to say, but I think, I think there would be a little bit of an upside to that. Again, you're not going to win over everyone by doing that, but given you do have campaign staff who preserve... Reportedly, he has campaign staff and he has someone in marketing department. They may be inebriated by a moment, by a huge volume of Bud Light. Perhaps that would explain everything, really. But one would think they have the resources to do that. I think that would help out a little bit more. But let me know, do you think, is this a good point for him to drive home? Or do you think he just needs to change the track record? I mean, one thing is for sure he has to do something different. Because he keeps going down more and more and more. Again, from 30, 30 plus percent now to 11.1 percent. It's not looking good for Ron DeSantis. So at the end of the day, he needs to do something different. It'll be interesting to see what he chooses to go forward with in terms of the campaign strategy. Other interesting political news. You have Vivek on Michigan's Supreme Court allowing Trump to run. Now, he's actually responding to someone by the name of Election Wizard, who I would say... Mm, well, it was eight. That's a A-plus for marketing. I mean, it is quite literally a picture of a wizard. And the wizard is saying, quote, Breaking Michigan Supreme State Supreme Court rejects attempt to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. And Vivek Ramaswamy responded saying, quote, This is obviously the correct answer. That got 780,000 views and 22,000 likes in 24 hours. So pretty good in terms of the feedback, or rather in terms of the statistics thus far. And, again, it'll be interesting to see how many states try to bar Trump from running. That's going to be, again, that's the big question for 2024 is can he even be allowed to run or will they allow him to run? Now, I think, <laughs> excuse me, overwhelmingly, I think the response will be overwhelmingly in favor of Vivek. But let's dive in and find out. First one comes from Red Wave Press and A-plus marketing. They're quite, their picture is quite literally uh, is of a red wave. And they say, quote, Trump should not have been taken off the ballot in any state. It's election interference. To do so, follow if you agree, unquote. They got 52 likes. Nima Yanani says, quote, let the people choose. That's democracy, unquote, getting 16 likes. Liberty NH says, quote, these people hate everything good. And it's the meme of someone dressing up as a clown. And in the beginning of the meme, it says, end oil pipelines. And then they put on some makeup and get, the screen gets a little darker. It says, end nuclear power. Then they say, side the largest Green New Deal. The screen gets a little bit darker. And then at the end, it's a blank screen. It says, yo, where are my lights at? Which is funny and on point. That got 69 likes. Let's see here. Let's see. This alleged human, someone by the name of human with the peace sign, the U.S. flag, Ukraine flag, and a blue wave in the profile. 
they really went overboard on this emoji uh, in the profile name. This alleged human says, quote, you are obviously 100% wrong. For those interested in the rationale behind the Colorado Supreme Court decision, here's a concise summary detailed by analysis to the rulings. I got 56 likes. Let's see here. Going down more and more. Now, interestingly enough, these likes are not... There's not as many popular responses as usual. So that dropped off pretty quick. Now these are these comments are getting between zero and three likes. So Papa Fish 73 says, quote, can someone please tell Colorado, unquote, getting three likes. H1808 says, quote, I want a valid justice systems. I see others do not. Glad for this fair outcome, unquote. They got three likes. Mo Smith says, quote, agreed. Let the voters decide one way or another. They got three likes. Swampy says, quote, seems like it's only obvious to some of us, unquote, getting two likes. Which, that is the scary part where many people are actually, they were applauding and excited that Trump was being barred from running. They're taking that choice away from the consumer and actually American citizens. And they're taking that right away on a false premise. Let's see here. Let's see. Michigan Supreme Court. What is this? Another, a lot of people using the greater than sign. So Daniel Mitchell is the first one to do it. He says Michigan is greater than Colorado. They got one like. Winnie Scola says, quote, the know the value of democracy, Vivek, getting one like. A lot of people asking when he'll be in Michigan or if he'll be campaigning there soon. J.D. Monroe Doctrine says, quote, no worries for Michigan. Protection of democracy is on the ballot. It's already rigged, unquote. Got five likes. Well, Turtle, who, pretty good marketing. The profile picture is of a turtle. However, I don't think turtles can type, so I'll say this alleged turtle. Says, quote, Democrats cannot win unless they cheat. Follow me if you agree. That person got seven likes. Let's see here. And as I scroll down more and more. A couple random memes now have to do with the main context of the original tweet. One more, we'll do Ragnar Dengold. He says, quote, one small victory, unquote, getting three likes. Let's see here. So I'm not too surprised given the people who found Vivek. And I think, again, Trump is a very polarizing figure. There are a lot of people who venomously hate him. There's a lot of people who bombastically love him and give him accolades no matter what. I wonder what a lot of people in the middle are thinking when it comes to these topics when Trump's being, his name is being taken off the ballot, is being accused of all these things without, in some cases, without any evidence. In some cases, being accused of the same thing that other political figures have done with them not being at all prosecuted. So I think, I think that is actually leading to some people in the middle starting to you know, show more support for Trump and some of the preliminary polls to support that theory. So it'll be interesting to see at the end of the day, I mean, again, Vivek is pointing this out. Is this, I mean, how many people think, because again, statistically speaking, he's not going to get the nominee. He's down the poll, Vivek specifically, he's down around 3.5% of the poll aggregators. I mean, he's saying a lot of great things. And excuse me, fascinatingly enough, in terms of social media, he's one of the most popular, successful figures in terms of he gets more views and likes than anyone else. Granted, of course, it's not a direct one-to-one correlation with social media and voting, but he seems to be doing quite well in that regard. Why do you think it's not resonating with more voters? I mean, he seems to be perfectly placed, strategically speaking, for a VP pick, perhaps? I mean, again, he has always been very friendly to Trump. A lot of the people who like Trump also really like Vivek. And a lot of comments will say, like, we really like you. Your, your time is in 2028 or the next election cycle. I'm not sure, and I think perhaps it might help get Trump some more of the votes in the middle if he were to choose vague. That would be interesting and pretty unique to have someone who, again, Trump's background is mostly business. Vivek's background is overwhelmingly business oh, in business since he's built multiple extremely profitable, extremely successful companies throughout his career. So it would be pretty unique to have two entrepreneurs in the, in the White House. Do you think that would be a good beneficial idea? Be fascinated to hear what you have to say. Now, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have Whole Foods issuing a recall for their fish. Now, this comes to us thanks to the New York Post, specifically Pilar Arias, a writer over there. 
They note that Whole Foods urges customers not to eat product issued contains recall around a possible contamination of a lethal allergen. Now, specifically, it looks like the fish fillets sold at Whole Foods Market are being recalled due to a undeclared soy allergen, according to a press release. Now, specifically, they noted that Tampa Bay Fisheries of Florida announced the recall on last Friday with the FDA publishing it the subsequent following day. They know that the impacted products are 365 by Whole Foods Market, 32-ounce bag of, quote, beer-battered Pollock, unquote, and 12-ounce cartons of, quote, beer-battered cod, unquote, fillets. Hopefully it's not Bud Light. Now, they also note that, quote, it's from the U.S. FDA, or Food and Drug Administration, they note, quote, people have an allergic or severe sensitivity to soy run the risk of serious or life-threatening allergic reaction if they consume this product. They also note that the flavors are available to purchase at Whole Foods stores nationwide between September 8th and December 22nd. Now, thankfully, the little silver lining in this situation, granted, if you squint hard enough, you'll find a silver lining in most cases in life. They know that no illnesses have been reported at this time, which was put out after it was discovered that the product containing soy had been distributed without the packaging revealing the presence of soy, which is disgusting in general. And again, if you're a man, it's not good for you at all. There's really not much upside to it. Now, they also know that customers can take the receipts with them to Whole Foods to get a full refund, which no one will ever do. The, the percent of rebates, the, the uptake percent, the actual take of percentage of people who actually follow through on those returns or rebates, it's so statistically close to zero, it's not even worth reporting on. And I mean, it's good for the optics because they're offering this, but they know it's not really going to cost them any money because, again, what is your time worth? Do you really want to stand in line to return fish and save? What is it? Do they, do they even say the price points here? Or do you want to save like, what, 10, 20 bucks to drive to the store, do a return? It, this is not worth your time. I learned this. I learned this long ago. You get to a certain price point where it's just not worth it. Just throw it out. Now, I was gonna, one of the issues is let's see here. Well, they do have a fun comment section, so we'll go one or two of those. So we'll do the first comment. It comes from Billy Johnson. He says, "Quote: How about we talk about the real problem going on? It's a food sprayed on. It's food sprayed on preservative called Appeal." Funded by Bill Gates, it is even sprayed on organic produce. It cannot be washed off. They are not mandated to disclose if it's used or not. This is a major loss of great food. Look it up. Unquote. Got 55 likes. Let's see. Petunia Kitty says, quote, how about health warnings on products such as stevia and ethritol? Unquote. Getting 19 likes. Common Sense says, quote, who has valid recipes for fish they purchased in September? Okay, that got 26 likes. HJJ said, quote, valid receipt, just bring it and demand a refund. It is their brand, so no question of where you bought it, unquote. Getting nine likes, which is not a good point. Who the hell has a receipt for groceries weeks or months later? I mean, I know some people who are extremely dedicated to their finances. I mean, truth be told, I... Earlier in my career, when I was especially in college in the first couple of years of graduating, I scanned, actually no, I didn't scan every receipt, but I wrote down every single product at purchase and categorized it, which granted, I know you can do nowadays if you shop using you know credit cards and stuff, but I, just, I, I preferred cash. But as well as instances where, yeah, you don't keep the receipts. For work you do, but that's mainly because of the government mandates that you have to have it seven, for seven years. But personally, I mean, when was the last time you saved a, a grocery receipt they didn't just immediately throw out at home. I I would venture less than 5% of people actually save those receipts. It's got to be less than that. I mean, let me know, when's the last time you saved a grocery store receipt? I mean, usually I'll go to the store, I'll shop, and I'll show the receipt to the person at the checkout when they inevitably ask me, you know, make sure they want to I paid for all the stuff in the cart. But, I mean, unless it's materials I buy for a work event, I, mean, I usually just toss the receipt out. And another issue is here, this is Whole Foods. This is the fanciest place you can go and buy your organic foods. I mean, if you ever have an issue where you have too much money in your life, they can solve that problem really quick. I mean, everything is extremely expensive. They're selling a premium product for a premium price. And to have one of these recalls where, again, it's a white label brand. So again, they don't own this business. They're paying them to put their brand on it. And they might contribute with the formula, you know, how it's made and, you know, tweak it a little bit, kind of like how a lot of people do white label coffee. But again, did I have the strictest of quality controls and get all the best details on there and all the disclaimers? 
still, I mean, being premium brand, that's gotta be the business blunder of the day. Thank you again, everyone, for taking the time to tune in. Again, we're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of January. So if you click that button, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, leaving a comment is a great way to give me some feedback. Let me know I could be doing better and better. Also, giving a thumbs up is a great way to help with the YouTube and Rumble algorithm so the video gets shared more often, helps the channel grow and develop. Also, don't forget to take time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe, fight the good fight.